Hey everybody and welcome back to Truth Prevails. I'm Amanda. And I'm Astasia. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, uh... Well, that intro was less than perfect. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it was less than perfect, but are we aiming for perfection here? Yes. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. That's a no. That's a, that was a no. <laughs> Funny, because Jesus could be like, be perfect as I am perfect. So no, he says, be holy as I am holy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I, I can't. You're just about to stumble. You're just like, wait, uh, wait. <laughs> it can't be. No. no. That's why I need him. <laughs> no. So, 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 so. What is the topic for today? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm not sorry. laughing here. <laughs> I know it's because a different title came into my head and I can't remember what it actually was. So that's funny. <laughs> Pending perfection. Oh, that's the title. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was saying I was gonna say like pursuing. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't pursue perfection. That's not what we're saying here. Yeah. But no, you can never attain perfection here on Earth. Let's just get that out the way. Yeah. But because we cannot be perfect, Mastasia wants to share some of her imperfections. What? <laughs> <laughs> With random facts about Mastasia. Little random facts about Mastasia. Okay. <laughs> On the spot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So, e I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on here before how I like to like come up with like jingles or little tunes or, or like parodies to like songs I've heard before where I like use the melody but then do something else with it. I have no clue where this one comes from if it comes from another song. But um, I have this song that I used to sing to my dog. Uh, <laughs> Starting off on a good note, right? Yeah. Um, and there's no reason for it. I would just see his little face looking at me, and I'd go like, What are you doing, my little pudding? Is everything all right? You know? Yeah. And so then, eventually, I got into this habit when... Because you know how sometimes you walk into a room, and you completely forget why the heck you went in there? Yeah. So I would have that happen a lot, apparently. And every time it happened, I'd go, What am I doing? And I'd immediately remember. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but fortunately it got to a point where I didn't have to sing it anymore. I could just be like, what am I doing? And then I'd, and then I'd kind of remember. And then eventually I just haven't done that in a while. So you think you're going to pick it up again? <laughs> Watch this, bring it all back up for oh me. My like, goodness. remember how nice it was to sing that little tune to your dog's face and yes. his little seal eyes. Yes. His eyes like this, like a baby seal. He's so <laughs> gosh darn cute. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, so. but you know, see, imperfections can be really cute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so yeah. <clears throat> well, there is a scripture that does say, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So let's kind of get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not going to go into the context, but... What I was trying to refer to is, be holy as I am holy. But mm -hmm. there is a scripture that does say, mm -hmm. be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Right. Okay. Anyways, let's get that out of the way. So, pending perfection. Nastasia, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we're trying to talk about in pending <laughs> perfection? <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, this is going to be tough to not, like, just bounce around and go on tangents about all these things because now, like, 
with the scriptures you mentioned and the one that I had in mind, I have like, like, but, um, the, the main thing that comes to mind is, I think it's Philippians 1, 6, correct? Where it basically talks about, um, the work that he's begun in you, he's going to carry out into completion. He, he who began a work in you is faithful to complete it to the day of Christ Jesus. Exactly. To the day of Christ Jesus. <laughs> so he like, began a good work in you is faithful to mm-hmm. complete it the day of Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus, Philippians yeah. 1, 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then there's that, that growth mm-hmm. and it's because of what Christ is doing, you know, mm-hmm. the sanctification process and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then it makes it clear too that that's something that is ongoing mm-hmm. until Christ returns. Right. You know? And so that in itself already kind of helps to recognize like, uh, there's going to continuously be stuff that needs to get work done, which would therefore conclude I'm not going to have it all down because there's going to still be things that need to get fixed, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that scripture that you mentioned too about like, you know, be perfect for your heavenly father is perfect and stuff. It Mm -hmm. reminds me of the one too where that really wealthy man had come to Christ and be like, how can I inherit you know the you know how can i have eternal life the rich young ruler yeah and he's basically like you know have you have you kept this commandment and this and this yes all of this you lack one thing you need to go sell all your stuff and give it and he goes away sad because he's like that's just too much and everything right and it basically talks about how with man it's impossible Mm -hmm. but with god everything is possible you know yes um and so it kind of makes me think about more so how it's just like that's the standard if we were able to save ourselves, we would have to meet that standard but Mm. we obviously can't and like our righteous deeds are like filthy rags and so it just kind of goes to show more so how dependent we are on god like we need him Mm -hmm. and if that's the standard to be perfect in order to inherit eternal life on our own accord we all fall short (laughs) you know yes we do and so um romans 3 23 yeah So, yeah, it, it just kind of makes me think about that stuff, too. Um, now, with all that being said, mm-hmm. do I always live that out knowing that truth? Mm-mm. <laughs> That's a big N-O. <laughs> what does that spell? No! no! <laughs> okay. <sighs> um, because, yeah, I, I notice how when trials come on and I start getting more and more frustrated in them that a lot of the times like any kind of anger that starts coming in is like but I'm just trying to do this and why did this happen and why can't I just know enough or why can't I just Mm -hmm. get it already or why can't this or why can't that you know um and a lot of this thing um I mean I don't know if you want to sit on that a little bit that little area of like the trial aspect of it and wanting to have that perfection well yeah because honestly there is a lot of stuff that comes with just that whole idea of that perfection of trying to strive for that but obviously knowing that you will not here on earth i think there's a lot of different avenues that we could take but Mm -hmm. as always we like to mention that this is not exhaustive it really is so we just want to basically talk um nothing in particular but whatever we just want to 
bring up regarding the stuff that we go through Mm -hmm. where we battle with the idea of perfection here. Because if we can give a little bit of background, and this is us being fully transparent and maybe some of you can understand, can relate, um, but Mastasia and I come from a background of highly... um, Highly acknowledged, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Praised. Yeah, praised. Mm-hmm. Um, we did well in school. We did well in a lot of the things. And this was before we were saved. Right. Um, mine went into, yeah, even during, even when I got saved. Mm-hmm. It still continued into that because I was still in schooling. Um, but regardless, is we were always looked at or at least perceived mm-hmm. as though we have all our ducks in a row or we do things correctly or we do things by the book or it's all that stuff. And mm-hmm. when you're young and you continue to grow up and you have those kinds of praise and acknowledgement and, you know, you're elevated in some way, your pride feeds your ego in believing, I got it right. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. So room for criticism or at least the constructive form of criticism and at least room for growing seems to be very sparse. Mm-hmm. It's not really existent. So when you realize, because God finally takes the blinders off your eyes and said, hello, you wicked sinner. <laughs> <laughs> you're you know? like squeaky clean. Yeah, you're not squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you know. And before his eyes, he sees you in your perfected state, but he also knows the depths of how evil you are and mm-hmm. what's going on in your heart. Right. And so to become aware of that, it's it's definitely a blow. It was a blow to both of us. And we both have different lengths of walks with the Lord, but still it doesn't matter. We're still dealing with a lot of past ideas and, you know, beliefs in our heads that obviously still is going through the renewing process that the Lord does by the power of his word. Mm-hmm. So, um we tend to sometimes, not often, by the grace of God and only by the grace of God and his mercy, we don't fall into that consistent idea that we need to be perfect all the time, but we still we still fall. We mm-hmm. still falter. And we have this idea that, but I got it right. Mm-hmm. But I used to always be this. And I used to get acknowledged. And why is this? And I'm not like so-and-so. I'm not that. And we kind of play the comparison game right. sometimes. And we're just like, but I'm better than that. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. We're absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And any of us out there that call ourselves Christians and believe that we're better than someone else, you got it twisted. Mm-hmm. You're not. <laughs> God sees you on the same plateau as everybody else. You're a sinner in need of a savior, Jesus Christ. And so, but we can't help it. We still battle with the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. We still go into those instances of but I'm perfect. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. My heart's not bad. I don't think bad things, you're lying. Point blank, I'm saying it. You're Mm -hmm. lying. You do have bad thoughts. You do have evil thoughts. You have the capacity in your heart to murder. You do. Mm -hmm. And you're nowhere near perfection here. Mm -hmm. And you can never attain perfection in eternity unless... You are saved by Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So even while you're down here and you're struggling and all that, and you want to convince yourself because it makes you feel good because this world and the culture and everything wants to tell you, 
you do you, boo. Mm -hmm. Or you do whatever works for you. Or you're good enough. Or all these things. Basically elevating you to have this mindset that you are perfect exactly how you are. You don't need to change anything. Mm -hmm. Which is a lie as well. Right. Stasia? Yeah. Because then we can so easily with all that start falling into idolizing self, you know, and relying on ourselves. And then because we're imperfect and we're bound to get things wrong, then we start getting trust issues with all the situations that we're in because we're like, oh no, I'm so used to thinking I got it all figured out, but then something goes wrong. So then what am I going to do? Because we're relying on our imperfect selves rather than knowing that we can rely and lean upon our perfect God, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because like, you know, it doesn't always seem for me to come in the form of, I gotta be perfect. Because that's really obvious, you know? It'd be mm-hmm. like, I'd be yeah. like, no, I'm not perfect. No way, you know? Right. But when it comes down to, like, the nitty-gritty details and everything like that, like, like it comes to, if I could just know mm-hmm. all of this mm-hmm. biblical truth perfectly and fully and all of these things, and if I just, you know really studied it really, really well, Mm -hmm. which, you know, that's a beneficial pursuit. Right. But I'm convincing myself that if I could just do that, then I can get to a place of perfection. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the beginning of my walk, I know that I used to struggle with the idea of stumbling still into sin Mm -hmm. because it, it was always like, uh, no, I, I now have the capacity to not sin ever. And so I, I have to like not sin ever. Mm-hmm. And then when I do sin, then it's just like, I don't get it. Maybe if I had just known enough, you know, or when I'm like, when the Lord corrects me and illuminates his scriptures and helps me to learn something mm-hmm. new that I hadn't before realized, then that used to very much so, and still has the capacity to do so, I'm sure. But it used to very much so aggravate me. Like I felt like right. so like upset about it and like frustrated with God because it was just like if I had just known this mm-hmm. I could have prevented all of this mess so why didn't I know it before why didn't you make it obvious enough or da-da-da, you know and it gets in right. wanting to be like it's God's fault mm-hmm. you know um and so it was like having a really hard time accepting that there are things that I'm just gonna need to learn and mm-hmm. the way that it all it happens like trials are to be considered pure joy you know Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's good when we're inflicted cause then we learn the Lord's statutes and all right. that kind of stuff, you know? And so trials aren't something to hate, but I think when you have this outlook on yourself, when you've been praised so often of how you always go about things in such a smart way or right. got a good head on your shoulders, you know, and, um, you know, just different things like that, you really start to believe that your strength is in yourself. It's always like, well done, good job. Mm-hmm. You always get things right. Mm-hmm. You're at the top of your game. You're mm-hmm. always doing things good. You're always thinking of this. You're always getting this mm-hmm. right. It's, it's just, yeah, when you're constantly told that, right. you really tend to believe it. Mm-hmm. But then somebody could come and say and be like, well, what about if we've always been told we can't make it, we can't this or whatever? Well, then guess what? You're in a really good place. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a really good place mm-hmm. because then you obviously see the need of a savior right you know you will need the but it's more like well let me strive on my own let me do this but then i would have to beg to say that that's pure pride right and pride is really not mm-hmm. going to get you anywhere mm-hmm. it's not but see this world thrives on pride and honestly pride is one of the major contributors to this desire to be perfect mm-hmm. it drives the ideas 
in the head of wanting to obtain perfection if you don't believe you have it or you're seeking to have it or whatever the case may be. Like it's just an obsession to Mm -hmm. become perfect. And we're talking about this could be your body, this could be your mind, this could be career, this could be family. It could be many different things. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that whole idea, too, of, like, well, what if, you know, you were always told, like, you can't make it or this or that, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, you're right. That's a good place to be where you're hopefully humbled, right. you know, and rec- able to recognize you can't do anything in your own strength because we are all weak. We just right. don't always like to admit it, but we are. And sometimes mm-hmm. the trials are what is so beneficial in helping us to recognize that so we cling more so to God. Right. Um, and put our dependence where it ought to be, which is in him. But, you know, sometimes the lies can also try and keep going in that direction in convincing everything's hopeless. Yeah, true. Nothing's ever going to get better. You can't do anything. And da, 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 da. But then it's trying to convince us God can't do anything. Right. This is too big for God um, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, you know. As it be, and then... Because, okay. And we've the, been there. I'm just last night. Yeah, well, we've been there. <laughs> yeah. We've been there. Like, in the current trial that I'm in, it's like, I keep getting to a point where it wants to be kind of like, see, you're stuck here. It's hopeless. And all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, I, I think to myself, like, I, I should I should pray. I should go to the Lord. And I should, you know, continue seeking him and asking for his mm-hmm. help. And then immediately wants to be like, no, no. Because it's just not going to get any better and it's not going to make a difference. And basically it's funny because it's trying to convince me all hope is lost, but there's still pride in that because I'm still thinking I know better than God. And I know Mm. that it's not going to make a difference if I pray when it's just like, what are you talking about? Biblically, we need to be going to him in faith and knowing that he is over it all, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like, either direction you look at it whether you're striving constantly in your own strength or convinced being convinced that a situation is too big for you and therefore too big for god pride works in both of those areas right we think we know better Mm -hmm. in our own ways you know and so um you know and it's not something to condemn but it's something to want to encourage those are lies and there is hope in something in someone reliable in God, right. you know, and um, we need to believe his truth and stand on his truth and keep going to him and seeking him wholeheartedly. Um, right. Yeah. There's, uh, okay, so there's this understanding in this world where perfection is attained when you've basically accumul- accumulated everything that's necessary to have to be successful. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. Okay, so that's what perfection, that's how perfection is defined here. Mm-hmm. Biblically, is almost as though perfection is when you reach eternity after all suffering and trials and being sanctified and being made into the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. And basically prepared to worship the Lord for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. That's perfection. Yep. That's perfection, biblically. <laughs> uh-huh. Quite the contrast. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the contrast. And honestly, if you're a Christian, you strongly believe that you're a true follower of Jesus Christ, if you're aiming to do all these worldly things to obtain 
some form of success because that's how you attain perfection mm-hmm. here and you're looking to obtain perfection, please go to God and repent of that mm-hmm. because you're not living for Christ then. You're living for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a root of pride mm-hmm. is to live for yourself, to be very selfish-minded. And I'm not saying you can't work, okay? Because you can do things for the Lord within work. It's just where are the motives of your heart? Mm -hmm. What is it that you're striving for? Are you striving for eternity? Are you striving for all these material things? Are you aiming for that one huge desire, obsession of being this perfect person here? Mm -hmm. So you're killing yourself in the gym. You're killing yourself in school. You're killing yourself in your career. You're neglecting the real things that God has called you to being here because you want to obtain obtain that perfection, mm-hmm. that status of perfection. Mm-hmm. And you can be looked at or perceived as someone who's got it all put together. Instead of saying, I sacrificed my life because my, my life has been bought with a price. Mm-hmm. So now I want to live for what God says perfection is. Mm-hmm. And yes, the Bible just says you don't work, you don't eat. Sure, of course. But there's different ways that he calls everybody distinctly to work. Mm-hmm. That could be in ministry. That could be um, in an actual you know, career, at a school, uh, being an engineer, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But that will be your place of ministry. You should be about the Lord's business wherever it is that he puts you in and be about proclaiming the gospel and Jesus Christ. That is the most important thing mm-hmm. that, that we need to be about as Christians not aiming for this false narrative of perfection in this world. Mm -hmm. Or somehow, if you want to call it leaving a legacy, I think that's a false notion as well because then we seek to obtain popularity. We seek to obtain, um, what what would I say, accolades or any kind of, you know, great acknowledgement Mm -hmm. or something of that sort when God's like, do you not recall my disciples? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're all in perfected states now. And it's nothing about anything does it look like for what a lot of us have attempted to attain mm-hmm. here on earth. So understand the true definition of perfection when it pertains to Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and live for that. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it still, I highly... Uh, recommend you doing a study on that and if you're truly seeking after christ he will reveal all mm-hmm. knowledge to you mm-hmm. he will and not to puff you up because we know that knowledge can puff up <laughs> but he knows when you truly want to know the truth and he's willing to give it to you mm-hmm. but if you're just going to continue and persist in that um knowing my father in heaven he doesn't give it to those that are truly not seeking with all of their hearts mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, there's also this idea when it comes to this perfection of, you know, acting pious to seem pious Mm. or also, um, like, I know there can be aspects of, like, condemnation as well where it's just, like, you're feeling guilted, like, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you know, like, how dare you, the Lord must be so disappointed with you, like, things like that that I know that I struggled with. Right. Um, but then on the other end, I've also struggled with that idea if if I just pray enough, if I'm thorough enough with my mm-hmm. prayers, if I'm thorough enough with my studies, then I'll know enough to have absolute perfect wisdom of what I'm supposed to do, and I'll never stumble, and I'll never have trials, 
and it'll all be good because I'm being obedient and that's exactly what I gotta keep doing kind of thing. And then you stumble and then the condemnation likes to come in like, see, you don't mm-hmm. care or he must be so done with you or different things like that, you know? At least that's been my cycle. I don't know if any of you guys can relate. Guess what, Masasia? Yeah. You're not the only one. Yay! <laughs> You're not the only one. Um, and so, like, I know that that can oftentimes be that thing. And that's why, for me, it's that whole idea of knowledge. If I just know enough. If I just know enough. Mm-hmm. God, give me the answers. Just give me the answers. Give me the wisdom. Make it clear. Make it clear. And if you don't make it clear in the way that I expect it needs to be clear, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna get angry because I'm feeling frustrated and I'm yeah. feeling helpless because my resolve, or not my resolve, but my reliance is still in myself and how much I know and everything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the whole thing that I can struggle with is approaching God's throne of grace and accepting that. Mm. Because the last thing I want to do is abuse his grace. Right. Because we're called to not abuse his grace. And just mm-hmm. be like, eh, I'm just going to do this and this and this because whatever. Get to live my my awesome life and live for myself rather than for Christ. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, instead, it's like instead of to live as Christ and to die as gain, it's almost like to gain is living. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. And so, it's like I definitely don't want to go down that avenue of abusing grace. But because it can get to that extreme of I need to seem pious I need to do this I need to do that because I need to know this and I need to know that so I can accomplish this and never stumble and da 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 and then I start to get a warped perception of who God is and how he views me rather than acknowledging that when I stumble I can go to his throne of grace and thank him that he's given me an opportunity to get back up rather than be condemned and because we're no longer condemned those who are in Christ no are no longer condemned it's those, eight one Thank you. (laughs) It's those who are apart from him that stand condemned already, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's kind of the avenue how my mind can take it, you know, where it's like, if I just did this enough. Like, I think I even read, like, a brief article, which I don't remember what it was called, but, like, basically talking about how we start relying on our prayer life and our study and everything like that, that we start to... Because when we pray, we're acknowledging, Lord, I need you in this. Right. But I feel like after some time, at least I know that I've definitely gotten there and have to get broken again so I can once again be back at that point where I'm recognizing, God, I need you. Because then it starts getting into that almost like this habitual type thing where you're like, oh, I I just need to pray this real quick and "Ah, I got it. (laughs) I got it. See, I prayed and now I got it. You know, instead of being like, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I need you. And I'm seeking you because I know that I need you, you know? Um, but, you know, the way my mind works, too, is that I hear something like that. And I'm like, so if I was just sincere enough, like, I start planning. Like, if I just huh. had, like, you know, if I could just make sure my motives were this way, then I could guarantee, you know, like, I try and find, like, the success route that'll guarantee that perfection now. But it doesn't exist. And then when I try striving in that, that's when I feel that lack of control. But I'm not supposed to be the one that's boasting in control. It's the Lord who has the control and that's where it should be. He's sovereign, you know? Very true. And so um, that's why it's like recently having to learn that when, like, because, you know, because then it wants to take it like, let me start praying because I know I need him. And then it wants to be like, nah, you don't actually care. 
what's the point then? Why even try anything? Because you're never going to get it right and all these things. And it's having to, you know, instead acknowledge, like, thank you so much, God, that you're so faithful and you're so gracious and that you do forgive me when I repent. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to repent of these things and I'm going to ask for your mercy and grace and help because I need it. And I know that you're going to provide what I need Mm -hmm. because you want me to seek after you, you know? Right. And so, you know, there can be frustrations that have to get pushed past because there's a lot of that pride. But I can do it. But why can't it just happen this way? And not leaning in our own understanding and everything like that, you know? Or the, what's the point then if I can't get it perfect every time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it humbles us. Right. So, you, I think you've often already, you stated it a few times uh, already. But this whole idea of attaining perfection. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with it? I mean, just be... Like, I think, like I said, you mentioned it a few times, but it's all kind of, like, intertwined with everything you just said. (laughs) (laughs) So to be just more clear on that is... For any of them out there, as much as we do, because all Christians deal with this idea that we can be perfect, whether Mm -hmm. it be, again, I said, whether it be through health, whether it be through wealth, whether it be through um, religious religiosity, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be uh, moral on your own in your own strength, right. trying to obtain these things, you know, just thinking that somehow you can have all the knowledge possible, so you can have all the you know all the answers possible. But we've all defined it and said it's rooted in pride, and mm-hmm. it is unfortunately. So you've mentioned humility; that's absolutely necessary. But what has to happen to have humility? So what do you do when you start to notice that you are driving down that road of perfection and your your speed is starting to go a lot faster and you're just like, ah, go down that road. <laughs> what do you do, Mastasia? <laughs> Be still, cease striving, and know that I am God. <laughs> um... Honestly, yeah, a lot of the times that's it. <laughs> it's like when I, like, I can start getting a lot in my mind and everything like that, it's kind of like, Lord, Lord, I need to rest in you. Um, but there's a whole aspect, too, like taking thoughts captive, mm-hmm. you know. But um, the, the main thing is I go before the Lord in prayer and I acknowledge the struggle I'm having, just right. point blank. Right. Like, this is how I'm feeling. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that I feel reluctant to say I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I know that you already knew this the day you saved me, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chime in a little bit of what my struggle can be when it pertains to perfection. And obviously there's instances of like envy or bitterness that could come into that. And that's the unfortunate part. But some would say, like, how's that? You just want something, you know, you're just desiring something. No, when you're striving, you know, or you're believing that you are deserving or you're worth having because somehow you've done things better or you believe to have done things better or how are they deserving because you're not technically saying it, but you're thinking that, but I'm 
perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm worthy. I'm worthy. And even that is another way of defining that idea of perfection mm-hmm. is that you think you're worthy. Mm-hmm. You've earned it. That you've earned it. And no, we have not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have not. We haven't earned anything. Mm-hmm. God owes us nothing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this world owes us nothing. No one owes us anything. Mm-hmm. To be honest, we should all be dead. Right. We're all sinners deserving of God's wrath. Mm-hmm. And unless we wholeheartedly believe in him through repentance, obviously, in other words, we know that we're sinners, we believe that, the veil's been taken off our eyes, and we believe in Jesus Christ, then we have some form of redemption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have some of it. But yeah. We hear it often, you know, we're saved by grace through faith alone. And yes, that is true. Just It's just coming up to my mind, though, like something that Masaja and I had to listen to yesterday and had to kind of like learn a little bit more about, but that'd be for another podcast yeah. or something. Yeah, so I'm not <laughs> going to get into that. But yes, there is the realization that God gives us the ability to see how we are sinners Mm -hmm. he takes that veil off our eyes and the reality of seeing just how wicked we are Mm -hmm. and through that we believe in jesus christ Mm -hmm. as our savior um but yeah (laughs) even so believing in him as a savior we still battle with the flesh Mm -hmm. and that's a still um unfortunate struggle but it's real it's very real but yeah for us And even maybe some of you out there that have come from a background of high esteem, high, you know, great acknowledgement, all those things, Mm -hmm. there is this tendency and this vicious struggle of, but I'm better, Mm -hmm. but I do things better, but I'm always looking to do better to others. Mm -hmm. I'm always this. And that starts to fall into the camp of, what would you call that? You don't want to be wise in your own eyes, but yeah, that's kind of the campus starts going. That's kind in. of the campus starts to go on. Yeah, you just start to think that way, and without even realizing it, realizing it, you have this misconception of yourself that, but you're already perfect. Mm-hmm. At least you're perfect in your own unique way. Right. That's close, it. Close yeah. to perfect. Exactly. We were not saying we're close to perfect, but we're basically saying we're perfect in our own little way because mm-hmm. that's also what the world feeds us. Right. So some of the struggles that I had. I have had to go through and still sometimes encounter is just this idea of, but don't I deserve that? Like, haven't I done enough? So it kind of like wants to pull on what Mastasia was talking about, having this pious attitude. Like, haven't I done this? Like, but it's all with the idea in the head of, because I'm my own perfect Amanda, mm-hmm. you know? So you made me this way, God. So don't I deserve this? Ain't I worthy of receiving this? Why aren't you giving me this? What's going on here? And guess what? It just starts to distort the view that I have of Christ. Mm -hmm. It starts to distort him. It starts to make it seem as though God's not answering, not doing, like, and kind of creating him into some form of genie. Mm -hmm. And then what do I have to do? I need to go back to the reality of things and like, hello, what am I? Mm -hmm. I'm a wicked sinner saved by grace. Mm -hmm. That's what I am. I am not someone that's deserving. What I mainly deserved was death. Mm -hmm. His wrath upon me. But instead, he saved me. And he gave me redemption. Mm -hmm. 
he reconciled me back to the Father. So, I will be perfect in eternity, so mm -hmm. I can look forward to that. But I will be perfect on how he defines perfection, mm -hmm. not what this world defines. But, yeah, we struggle with so many different things and with the, the whole idea. We can even still get caught up in the idea of, do I need to lose weight? Mm -hmm. <laughs> do I need to do my hair this way? How do I look, you know? Um, you see other people that, how do I want to say this? They're very good at playing a part and basically expressing or showing or somehow making us believe that their lives are perfect. Right. Social media mm -hmm. is very crafty. Very crafty. Crafty. <laughs> Crafty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I find that social media is definitely the location where you can find that. Mm -hmm. You tend to believe what people post. And people can really masquerade a false life. They really can masquerade a life of, what, luxury? Mm -hmm. Of all these things that their life is perfect but little do you know what is it that they're really going through. Right. You don't. You don't know. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. But then what do we do when we see that? Compare. Exactly. I need to aim for that. Mm -hmm. If that's what perfection looks like, that's what I need to aim for. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Mm -hmm. Don't fall into that trap. Right. The enemy is very, very tactful. He likes to scheme in things mm -hmm. and just like to make us believe that that's what we need to attain. But what do we need to attain? Read your Bible. That'll mm -hmm. tell you what you need to attain, what you need to look forward to. Mm -hmm. What say? To obtain that crown of glory. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want to hear the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. You may now enter into the kingdom. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's like, that's not the actual words, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had something that I wanted to mention, but it went and it flew, it flew away. <laughs> Can we catch it? Maybe. Do we have a net? Can we go get it? <laughs> Is it long Start doing construction work as we're building a net. <laughs> and they, oh, took the joke too far. <laughs> oopsie, oopsie. Uh, you think it'll come back? I hope so. That'll be great. So, yeah, when it pertains to, again, just a lot of these ideas of perfection. And, I mean, we can even float into the aspect of motherhood and how there is a, oh my gosh, but that's just like a whole can of worms to open up because there's this idea of you need to have this perfect way of being a mother, but then there's also this faulty idea that this world wants to convey that do whatever, you know, right. just like do whatever. And that's quote unquote perfect enough, mm -hmm. I guess you could say, you know, so you can roam into that. You can roam into the, the avenue of fatherhood and how, you know, the way that they have to be a father and so forth. But for goodness sake, we're Christians. Can we please utilize the Bible as the perfect handbook for everything that pertains to life? Can mm -hmm. we please see our Heavenly Father as perfect and be exemplary of who He is. Mm -hmm. Can we please start looking 
at what he has already given us, the inerrant, sufficient, beautiful, alive and active word that he has given to us as our foundation, as what we look to on how do we obtain that perfection in eternity. Mm -hmm. Not here. Can we be okay with being imperfect? We gotta be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because... I remember now what it was, was I was reminded of basically when Paul describes like how he does what he hates and he hates that, of course, you know, he doesn't want to stumble into sin, but he, you know, um, he still has like, he describes it as having a corpse strapped to his back. Right. You know? Yes. And that's why he can't, that's why to die is gain because he gets to leave that behind and be with Christ and mm. worship him, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what he just constantly looked forward to because he there's that struggle against the flesh because our heart is deceitfully wicked, but we're a new creation in Christ. But we're still struggling in the flesh. Yes. We're not perfect here, yes. you know? we And so, um, yeah, it can be very much like that corpse strapped to us. But I think the beautiful thing is when you were talking about how that idea of like we're owed because we've somehow earned something because we've strived in our own strength and we've done things and we're pretty much perfect, you know, and all these things. So gimme, gimme, it does start distorting that view of God and basically Mm -hmm. saying like, um, what the heck? Do you not care about me then? All this different stuff, you know, where when we're actually broken and we're able to recognize how weak we are, mm-hmm. how small we are compared to him, how sinful we are in our nature, you know? Right. And um, we start to see those things and get a glimpse in that through the trials that he allows to come to refine us and to humble us. Then it's like we start getting that image, you know, where I think you hear it in, is it the Psalms? Uh, where it's basically, you know, who is man that you think anything of us? Because you're so wonderful. Oh my gosh. You're yes, God. Yes. Why do you even acknowledge us? Like you've created everything. Everything is in your hands. Like you hold everything together. You created everything. And yet you acknowledge us? Right. Like what? You know? And so it's like you start to have that perspective. You start to have this appreciation and his grace and his glory is just on display where you're like, how could you love me? Nothing that I did. You just, you just, chose that right. you know and oh it's just like yes. whoa and, it, and it's just such a, a hopeful encouraging wonderful thing to acknowledge but but when we're puffed up with our pride and thinking we need all this like specific 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 knowledge mm. and relying on our own strength then unfortunately yeah all that stuff can get distorted it can but yeah and so that's one of the other beautiful things though about recognizing our imperfections is you recognize God's perfections. There you go. And you're just like blown away. Yes. Like yes. what? And you love, you call me your daughter? Like what? Right. <laughs> you call me your child? Right. Like, yeah. And so that's what I had wanted to say because those things can distort God's character, but then the things that are more difficult that, in, that involve more suffering and more humility, it's so beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So this whole idea of someone may say, well, the Lord knitted, you know, each person in the mother's womb mm-hmm. and he intricately and perfectly made each and every one of us. So aren't we like his perfect little creations? Absolutely not. 
We're born into a sinful world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're born into a sinful world, which that's pretty much, like, disqualifies us yeah. from perfection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, absolutely. And everybody has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, you know? Absolutely. There's not good. Not one. Mm-hmm. That is good. No one's good. Only the Father. Only the Father. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's, I think oftentimes there's just too much of warped ideas, too much of false beliefs, too much of false interpretations of the Bible, too many this, too many that, I can go on, mm-hmm. <laughs> of just, we want to have our own opinions, we don't want to look to the Bible, we want to read the Bible and pull whatever we want out of it, we want to make it seem as though we're good enough people because we haven't murdered someone, mm-hmm. because we haven't um, stolen something. It's funny because I, I still can't get over when I sometimes read, like, if you look at your brother with hate in your heart, you have murdered him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. So if you ever looked at anybody with, like, hate in your heart, you've murdered that person. Mm-hmm. You've already broken one of the commandments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thou shalt not murder. Done it. Mm-hmm. And yet, I've never done it. It's not just the physical action of it. Right. It's the status of the heart mm-hmm. and what is in there. And so it's oftentimes we perceive ourselves more so in this light of comparing of comparing ourselves to others um and we redefine the word of prote- perfection mm-hmm. there's a lot of redefining going on out there i know <laughs> so much of the same vocabulary but different definitions yeah a lot of that <laughs> a lot of that in religions yes mm. um but yes so perfection we all struggle with it and we all mm-hmm. have to truly look at ourselves and see is that one of the struggles that maybe many if not some of you are dealing with mm-hmm. um and look to the bible look to truly understand the interpretation of scriptures so that they're being accurately applied to your life Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit is doing that sanctifying work so that you are maturing spiritually and you are becoming more into the image of Christ so that you can obtain that perfection in eternity Mm -hmm. forget about this nasty warped idea of perfection Mm -hmm. here and stop attempting to redefine perfection to actually define it as uniquely you. Right. Stop. Let's just stop that. Mm-hmm. Let's look to what God has given us on how to live our lives here mm-hmm. so that we do obtain that perfection with him. Mm-hmm. So. Just gotta continue abiding in Christ, but then trusting that he's the one that is doing that good work in us Mm -hmm. and he will carry it out into completion Mm -hmm. you know until the day of christ's return so yeah yeah (laughs) did you have any questions this time because i know we regularly do your question thing yes cool all righty question time with amanda you might cry but hopefully good tears okay So, I'm just going to ask one question Mm -hmm. this time. And as always, I say, 
ask this question, go before the Lord, have your Bible open, be in prayer, obviously, and just see where you really stand and then go from there. I always trust that the Lord will make things clear and just keep directing you. If you truly desire to know him, if you truly desire to seek after him with all of your heart, he will make himself known. He can't deny himself. He can't deny truth. And he's always faithful. He's not a man that should lie. And he's not, not the author of confusion in any kind of way. Mm -hmm. So he will always lead you in truth. But my one question is, can you fully examine yourselves? Can you truly look at yourselves? And are you seeking perfection in light of this world? Or are you truly seeking perfection in eternity? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got here. <laughs> it's like... Good stuff. Good stuff. Very good. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, would you like to close this in prayer, Anastasia? Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Heavenly Father, Thank you so much that we are able to continue seeking you, Lord. May you help us to seek you wholeheartedly and just continue to praise you for the grace that you show us, but also the work that you do within us, Lord. Thank you that you continue to allow trials to come, that we would be um, refined more and more and just get to see your glory as you continue to be the one to deliver us and strengthen us and teach us, Lord. Thank you so much for the Holy Spirit that you have given us and for your sufficient word as well, Lord. And I pray that you would continue helping us to not seek our own definition of perfection, to not strive in our own strength, but to continue to keep our eyes firmly fixed on Christ, who is perfect, and um, to continue to put our faith and trust in him and look forward to that day that will come when we are in eternity with you, able to worship you and be in our perfected states, Lord. Thank you so much that you have saved us in spite of our sin, that you have um, forgiven us through the finished work of Christ on the cross, Lord. Um, Just thank you that we can continue to look to you and may you be praised and may your will be accomplished in and through our lives. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always thankful for all of that. Uh, If you'd like, subscribe, comment, like, share. Keep praying for us because we always need prayer. Mm -hmm. And interesting enough, there will be two podcasts this month (laughs) because we're doing a little late post, but it's okay. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Please stay tuned for the next one. And we really appreciate you guys. We're always praying for everybody mm-hmm. yes because that's what we're called to do and because we really want to all right <laughs> all right then bye, bye.